Welcome to Keep the Republic with Daniel Bobinski, editor of True Idaho News. Keep the Republic is brought to you by the Political Action Committee, Conservatives of. And now, here's Daniel. Well, hello and welcome to Keep the Republic. This is Daniel Bobinski. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am the editor at True Idaho News. And if you want a free subscription, by the way, all you got to do is go there, trueidahonews.com, subscribe, totally free. You're going to get an email once a week with the links to the stories that we did in True Idaho News that week. And that includes the podcast, any special videos we've linked to. And again, it's absolutely free. Now, also, I am the host of the Keep the Republic TV show which is live on Thursday afternoons. So if you want to watch that, there's no cost. You don't have to register. You just go to brighteon.tv at 2 p.m. Mountain Time on the internet and just go to brighteon.tv. That's B-R-I-G-H-T-E-O-N dot TV. And I interview people and we talk about things from mostly a national level, but sometimes a Idaho level as well. And again, that's totally free, no registration required. Keep the Republic here on the radio is sponsored by a a political action committee called Conservatives Of. It's a grassroots committee. We support conservative candidates. So if you like people in office who support the U.S. Constitution and are not in for their own power, then you might want to go to conservativesof.com and make a donation because that money is going to be used to help get conservatives elected. That's the key. How do we keep the republic? We elect people who want to preserve the republic with constitutional conservatism. So if you don't have a candidate that you specifically want to support, but you know you want to get conservative candidates elected, then go to conservativesof.com, click the donate tab, and they're going to spend that money only on campaigns for constitutional conservative candidates. Well, thank you for tuning into the show today. I've got lots of information for you. It's me flying solo today. I've got some things to cover about the uh, what's happening at the State House. And then you might be interested to know that your host here, yours truly, had a little bout with that virus we hear about this past week. And it might be a little bit of a cough or a little bit of a frog in my throat still, but I overcame it really, really quickly using some over-the-counter stuff with the addition of that dreaded I word that is all, you know, castigated in the press and that H medication that Dr. Zelenko talked about. We'll talk about more of that, more about that in the future here as we go on. Uh, And I'm going to ask you to go ahead and get some paper and a pencil or a pen because you're going to want to take some notes. I have a, a Two stories. It's kind of a tale of two stories situation. Friend of mine caught COVID uh, last year and ended up spending some time in the hospital on a ventilator and gave me the story to share on the air about what not to do. And then we're going to talk about what uh, you can do and why early treatment is the key. I'll be covering some of the -the over-the-counter medications, of course, with the standard disclaimers that you'll be able to, uh, you know, know that I'm not telling you exactly what to do. I'm going to tell you what I've done, what's worked for me. But you might want to take some notes, and I've got a freebie for you too, so stick around for that. I also want to give you a heads up, by the way, get your tickets today for the Ada County Liberty Dinner. If you're in the Treasure Valley area, 
March 1st is going to be the Ada County Liberty Dinner with Janice McGeehan and Dorothy Moon. These are people who are happen to be running for office. They happen to be our guests because March is Women's History Month. And I thought, well, let's bring both of them in and talk about what's going on in the state and about their campaigns. And you can ask questions yourself about the candidates. To get tickets for that, all you have to do is go to trueidahonews.com slash events. That's trueidahonews.com slash events. It's going to be Tuesday night. It's always the first Tuesday of the month at Watson's Cafe and Spirits at Milwaukee and Fairview. Uh, you get all the information there at trueidahonews.com slash events. But this is your last chance to get tickets. You do have to get tickets no later than Monday at noon. Because the host location, Watson's, needs a head count. It is a dinner. Uh, by the way, the extra proceeds go towards helping get conservative constitutionals elected. That's the key. That's what we're doing here. We're trying to get this community going. So, by the way, also mark your calendar for March 5th because there's going to be a Faith and Freedom Fest at Harvest Church in Meridian. It's going to be a Saturday afternoon, and I got a little surprise for you. Dr. Ryan Cole is going to be speaking, and it's only going to be $5 to get in, so you're going to want to come to check this out on March 5th from 1 to 4 at Harvest Church. Um, just you, It's a $5 cash donation to get in, and it's just it's that simple, but you're going to be able to find out all the different conservative groups working in Treasure Valley, working in Idaho, trying to help the cause. And that's kind of what this is about, is let us know what's happening, but also we got some cool keynote speakers that are coming in there. So, uh, Faith and Freedom Fest on March 5th, and the Ada County Liberty Dinner on March 1st. Don't miss those events. Let me tell you also something else to write down, and that is the new website that's been put up by True Idaho News in cooperation with True Idaho News. We helped put this together, and it's called idahosession.com. If you have been to the Idaho legislature's website, you know that trying to find a bill or what's going on at the House can be kind of cumbersome. Lots of people putting things up there and passing bills, and these bills are hard to find. And, and I got to tell you that the website feels like it's been put together by a committee of people who put together committees, if you know what I'm talking about. It's very cumbersome. It's hard to find things. So what we did was we worked with some programmers and designed a site that makes it, makes it super easy to find a bill and where what's happening with the bill, to find out who's on serving on what committees so you know who to contact about a bill. And all you got to do is go to idahosession.com. Again, this is a totally free site. If you want to support this site, by the way, you can go to trueidahonews.com slash support and send an email that say, hey, please give my donation to this website because there is some cost involved. But this is a super easy-to-use website, very streamlined, and it's updated every day. And all you got to do is go there, punch in a bill number, and see what's going on. You can scroll through. Very simple, easy to use. One of the bills I want to tell you about is House Bill 439 that just went through. This means that you need to register to vote in the primary by March 11th. That's the nutshell of this bill. Here's why I bring this to your attention. Many people who are Republicans and got upset at what happened during the last presidential election left the Republican Party 
They walked away. And I don't blame you. I did the same thing 20 years ago when the Patriot Act happened. I saw the Patriot Act come through. I thought, my gosh, I don't want to be supportive of a party that would intrude on our liberties that much. And so I disassociated myself and I changed my affiliation to, I, I forget, was it, you know, Constitution or Libertarian or, or Independent? I, I actually forget which one I joined. I think it was Independent. But then I went to go vote in the Republican primary the next time and I was told that I couldn't. And I said, well, why not? And they said, you have to be a Republican to vote in the Republican primary. So I was denied a ballot. And so I kind of held my nose and I re-registered as a Republican and then I have been able to vote in the Republican primaries because in Idaho, that's where the election happens. Whoever has the R after their name in Idaho is most likely going to win the seat in the general. That's just the way it is. We have a very conservative voting base in this state. People are moving here from Oregon, from Washington, from California, because they want a conservative state. So they vote conservative, and when they see that R, that's what they're going to vote for. The problem is a lot of the people who want power have realized this too. And so they may not support the Republican Party platform, but they put an R after their name, and they run for office, and if they win in the primary, then they're going to get the office in the fall. That's what we're seeing happening in the State House, even as we speak. That's why it's imperative that if you want to get true constitutional conservatives elected to office, you need to kind of hold your nose like I did 20 years ago and go back and re-register as a Republican before March 11th because they're not going to let people who have not registered as a Republican by March 11th to vote in the primary on May 17th. This is Bill 439 that went through the House. There's pros, there's cons. I have some problems with it. I understand why they did it. I'm not a big fan, but it is what it is. Part of it, by the way, has been to try to keep the Democrats from switching parties and voting in the Republican primary been a big threat that they've been trying to do that. In fact, Jim Jones, former state attorney general, who is one of these guys who I refer to as an imposter Republican who, you know, he he's kind of got that R after his name, but he supports programs and, and legislation that most Democrats would support and not true conservatives. And he's out there trying to convince people to switch parties from Democrat to Republican to get liberal Republicans, establishment Republicans elected. What kind of Republican does that? I don't understand. It makes no sense to me. But I think that's part of the reason why they, they cut this off to March 11th to try to keep these Democrats from doing so. We, we can still get some Democrats that do it, but we need to get these strong constitutional people to go, hey, you know what? I may want to disassociate myself from that party because of how they handle themselves, or should I say mishandled themselves in the last presidential election. But like, hold your nose, go back and re-register. Um, before March 11th, please. couple other pieces of legislation I want to address. There's a House concurrent resolution that just went through, both the House and the Senate. So it's already done. It's a done deal. But I want to tell you why it's so important. This is to underscore why it's so important that constitutional conservatives get elected. This is a House concurrent resolution 
that says that officers and agencies and employees of the state need to be become informed about the impacts of traumatic childhood experiences. Why? So they can implement interventions and practices to develop resiliency in children and adults who have suffered from traumatic childhood experiences. Think about that. This is giving people who work for the state the power to implement an intervention in your life if they perceive or believe that there's been some kind of traumatic childhood experience. This is what I call statism, because it is statism. And when you take a look at who voted for this legislation, it is just what I described. I call them the imposter Republicans. I no longer call them rhinos, by the way. The names kind of become passe. It's more of a, you know, hey, this is what we've called them in the past. Uh, no, they are imposters. There's, a, there's a, a Republican Party platform for Idaho. It's the Idaho Republican Party platform. And some people who have ours after their name, who hold positions of power, such as Speaker Bedke, Speaker of the House, he did not put his name on it. So why doesn't he want to support the Idaho Republican Party platform, even though he claims to be a Republican? Don't understand. So here we have people in the state who can say, oh, we perceive that you've had a traumatic childhood. You need to have this intervention. Scary, very scary. And this is statism. And all the conservative legislators voted against this, but they're outnumbered. Got too many people who are the imposter types, the intruders trying to take over. We are not trying to split the Republican Party. No, no. We are trying to restore the Republican Party. And uh, by the way, it doesn't matter to me about Republican. I don't care what name you call it. I want to preserve and protect and defend the Constitution because it is the greatest document we've ever had in mankind's history outside of the Bible. So we need to have this kind of thinking in our legislators so that they can create good legislation. I was talking with the legislator about this concurrent resolution number 29. And if you want to read it for yourself, like I said, just go to um, idahosession.com and look up House Concurrent Resolution 29. But one of the legislators told me that this is a foot in the door. I said, what do you mean? I was told it sets the stage for a future bill because whoever pushed this has another bill that they want to do in mind, but they know they're going to get too much pushback. So they passed this resolution that all these people sign on to and go, oh, yes, the House agrees with this kind of idea that we're going to help people from traumatic childhood experiences. And it's a feel-good bill. And they pass it. But it's a setup for a future bill or bills that will allow for more statism. Not good. Not good at all. Another bill I want to call your attention to, it passed, uh, passed through committee this week. It's going to go to the floor of the House. And that is House Bill 647 about personhood. Maybe you heard about this on the East Coast where a court awarded personhood to a horse. Yes, you heard that right. The court awarded personhood to a horse. Another court awarded personhood to a cat. There are environmental groups out there that are pushing for environmental agents such as trees and rivers to be labeled as persons and animals to be labeled as persons 
It's a way it's that you can get protection for a river. So it's a, it's a person, or this animal is a person, or this tree is a person. And so thankfully, this is happening, by the way, in other states. I'm not making this up. This is happening. Here in Idaho, Representative Tammy Nichols put forth House Bill 647. It passed through committee, thankfully. It provides that environmental elements, artificial intelligence, animals, and inanimate objects shall not be granted personhood. That's it. It's that simple. If you're an artificial intelligent being, like that robot in Russia that was granted personhood, no. If you're an artificial intelligent, you don't get personhood. Animals don't get personhood. Inanimate objects such as rivers and trees don't get personhood. It's just that simple of a bill. And it passed committee. It's going to go to the House floor. That's the kind of smart thinking we need. Um, It's so important. Um, I should also tell you that if you are a constitutional conservative and you want to make a difference and maybe get involved, there's this position called precinct committeemen. Last week, we had Jackie Davidson on the show talking about the position. It's not paid. It's a monthly meeting. In the in each county has their own central committee, and you would run in the election in the primary, and you would get elected to be a precinct committeeman or committee person, and then you would meet once a month, and it's those committees that make up the rules as to how the party is supposed to operate. It's from those committees that replacements get made. If someone needs to be uh, replaced in the House, if someone loses their seat, then the central committee can choose someone from that precinct, I mean, someone from that district, most likely a precinct committeeman from that district to serve as the new legislator. So it's a way to get your, your name known in there. It's also a way to move the dial. Remember that guy named Barack Obama? He was a community organizer. Why does a guy with an, with an ego the size of Gibraltar wants to become a community organizer because he knows that if you get the people who are radical leftists in at the precinct committeeman level and the school board level, you can move the conversation far, far left. And when that happens, then those people decide what the state rules are going to be. They vote who the party chair is going to be for the state, and they help make the decisions at the policy level at the, at the national level as well. So, Obama was a very smart guy to, to, to do that. All right, I got about um, eight minutes left here, and, and I want you to get a piece of paper out and uh, start taking some notes here. By the way, I've got a free PDF. You can also send a request to trueidahonews at protonmail.com, and I will send you a PDF with this information as well. Here's my disclaimer. The statements I'm about to make regarding these products have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of these products I'm about to describe have not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here is not meant as a substitute or an alternative for information from your healthcare practitioners. Please consult your healthcare professionals about any potential interactions with other possible complications before using any product. All right, tale of two people, tale of two stories here. A friend of mine got COVID last year. Long story short, she thought she had a cold. She just laid on the couch and kind of coughed and hacked and wheezed for a few days. Doesn't remember much of it. 
Um, her husband contacted me about a week later, didn't say how long she'd been sick, said, hey, Daniel, I heard you had this protocol, these, these, these uh, drugs that you take over the counter to help with cold and flu. I've talked about these on multiple shows and podcasts before. It's not a secret. I told him what I thought. I, I thought she had just gotten sick that day or maybe the day before. Turns out she'd been sick for um, over a week and that she had full-blown COVID. And had I known that, I would have had very different recommendations. I would have put him in touch with different people. But long story short, she ended up going to the hospital. They put her on a vent. They induced a coma. She was in a coma for three days with a vent. She was still with the vent for four days later. And then she ended up surviving, thank God, but didn't have to. Yours truly ended up getting a fever this past week. And I slammed that so hard with this over-the-counter stuff. And I had the joy of um, having some relationships with uh, being able to get ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. And this PDF that I can send you for free will give you links to doctors you can contact and get prescriptions for those things even sent to your house because they're not dangerous drugs as much as the CDC would like to tell you that they are. Uh, they're safe and they're worldwide. But let me go back 30-plus years when there was a doctor that I met back around 1990 who told me that if I ever got sick, that if I ever noticed myself getting sick, you know, a little cough or a little runny nose or whatever that wasn't normal, there was three things that I could take if I did them within six hours that would probably push back the cold. One of them was garlic. One of them was vitamin C. And there was vitamin A. He emphasized you have to get it within six hours. If you wait longer than six hours, then the bug's going to plant and it's going to grow and it's going to run its course. You got to catch it within six hours. And he really emphasized that, which drove me up a wall when I heard all this go home and come back when you can't breathe stuff from the CDC. That bothered me to no end because never in the history of medicine have we talked like this. It's always early treatment. If you have cancer, you don't wait till it metastasizes to start treating it. So garlic, I, I would always take, as soon as I noticed a cough or a sniffle, I'd put garlic, and I used garlic myself because there's no odor to it. Doesn't matter what kind of garlic, but garlic. Vitamin C, a couple thousand milligrams every 20 minutes, and then backing off to every couple hours that first three days. And then vitamin A, Normally, the daily dose is 2,400 micrograms, which equates, by the way, to 8,000 international units. He said bump that up to uh, 40,000 international units. That's a lot. Wow. He says for three days, it's not going to hurt you. Um, just as an FYI, subsequent conversations with Dr. Michael Carlfeld at the Carlfeld Center here in Meridian, Idaho, he says for his COVID patients... He bumps them up to 200,000 international units of vitamin A for three days. Now, the, the media tries to castigate him and say, oh, that's poisonous. Not for three days, it's not. It is if you do it every day, of course, but not for three days. Something else that I learned along the way, by the way, was the power of colloidal silver. It's a very interesting thing. I put that in a neti pot. Look up neti pot on the internet, N-E-T-I pot. And watch the videos and how they work. It's not exactly uh, pleasant to watch or pleasant to talk about. But your, your nasal cavity is the factory floor. And just a shot of, of colloidal silver in a neti pot, 
And it's amazing how much that cleans the factory floor. Something else that I added along the way, oil of oregano. I only just got to have some food with that because it provides a little bit of a of a of a upset stomach if you eat it on empty stomach or if you take too much of it. But that's a really strong antiviral, so I would add that to it. And then something else. About four or five years ago, my wife got really, really ill, and uh, I ended up finding out that elderberry syrup worked. And I ran to the store and got some black elderberry syrup. And wow, what powerful stuff. Don't skimp on it, though. Buy the high-quality stuff, high-intensity stuff. Don't buy the cheap stuff. And uh, it's amazing. Black elderberry syrup. Something else. I always heard that zinc was dangerous if you did it wrong, and I didn't, didn't really study it. But then I met Dr. Vladimir Zelenko and his hydroxychloroquine model. Turns out that zinc is like the bullet and hydroxychloroquine is like the gun. And they're both useless without the other. So zinc is what prevents cell replication, but you need the hydroxychloroquine to get it inside the cell because the cells naturally want to repel zinc. Well, if you can't get hydroxychloroquine, then he did find a couple of over-the-counter medicines that will help, and that's called quercetin, Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N, and then green tea extract, also known as ECGC. But you take that with the zinc, the, uh, the protocols are all listed here in this PDF I can send you. Something else is vitamin D. We really need vitamin D. Again, same, same. When I got sick, I slammed 40,000 IUs of vitamin D into me. Dr. Carfelt will say 200,000. But you got to take it with vitamin K2 or it will calcify in your bloodstream. So you don't want to do that if you overdo it too long. I want to be careful with my statements here. But you want to make sure you take vitamin K2 so it processes right, as well as magnesium. You need the magnesium to help it process too. And then finally, black seed oil is, was recently told me, and that helps as well. It's kind of like the oil of oregano. And uh, Dr. Cole also recommended to me selenium. Also, melatonin. So all of these things are over the counter. You don't need all these different uh, highfalutin remdesivir drugs. You can, I pushed this thing back. I got sick. I got a fever. 12 hours later, that fever was gone because I slammed it, and I took then also the ivermectin and the hydroxychloroquine, and I slammed it with all this stuff, and yes, it's a lot of pills, but guess what? I'm not in the hospital, and I'm no longer symptomatic. It was 12 hours, that was it. This is powerful stuff. All you gotta do is some research. If you want the PDF, I will send you the PDF. The PDF also has links to video interviews that uh, have interviews with doctors, the Dr. The McCullough interview with Joe Rogan's on here. The Dr. Robert Malone interview is on here. Uh, we've got links to various YouTube videos. And again, again, all the stuff that I've just got done talking about are on this PDF. It's totally free. I will send it to you absolutely free. True Idaho News at protonmail.com. This is Daniel Bobinski. I thank you so much for tuning in. Please, please, early treatment. If you sense yourself getting a cold, do not wait. Don't pass go. Start treating it right away. Your immune system will do its job that it was that God designed it for. I thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week. Until then, be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to Keep the Republic. If you'd like to support this broadcast and help fund Christian conservative candidates, 
visit conservativesof.com. Also, please pray for our republic and for godly men and women who will work to keep it.